Don't read the headlines. Make the headlines. That's what nobody expected Sandor Martins to do, as Mr Diamante would say in his announcement. They thought that Mikey Garcia being such a better fighter, having such a bigger pedigree, would easily overcome this opponent, even though he'd been out of the ring for two years or so, and Martins had fought more recently, they thought, well, that's definitely going to be able to do this. It's a tune-up fight. Didn't turn out that way, though, did it? Because Martins won a majority decision. One judge had it equal. Can't see how that should be. Two, the two other judges gave it, gave, was it three or four rounds to Martins? Won by three or four rounds. That's quite big. And that was reflective of the fight. Because by the time you get to the sixth round, this is a ten rounder because there are no belts on the line. The, the punches thrown stats were saying that while Garcia has thrown twice as many punches, they've landed just about the same. And that was the story of the fight. Martins came to frustrate. He came to move. He came to control the fight in that way. As Garcia said afterwards, I thought I was controlling the fight. He was moving a lot. The, um, the judges obviously saw him controlling the fight. Yes, he was in control of the fight. Quite a lot, actually. In the second round, the power went out for a few seconds. As the commentary team said, I was waiting for The Undertaker to come out from under the ring. <laughs> it was very good. Even when in the corner in that round, Martins has good avoidance. It's good head movement, doesn't need to clam up, doesn't need to get his defence going. He's moving around and Garcia was, some said, a bit sluggish. And I understood that. There wasn't the knockout power and certainly, or the knockout intention really, and certainly the crowds were quiet. But you see, you can only do, a bit like AJ really, you can, well, versus Usek, you can only do what Martins lets you do. You can only do what Usyk lets you do. So that's part of it. But yes, it did look like Garcia was a little bit sluggish. By the fourth round, and it was heating up a bit, Mannix, Chris Mannix, had Garcia one round up. And you know, he was still getting away from him well. He wasn't staying on the ropes long enough for Garcia to hit him. So that's, a, that's an issue for Garcia as well. Stay on the ropes, God damn it, let me hit you. That's not the way boxing goes, is it? By the fifth, Martins was avoiding the punches and then hitting a jab himself. Hitting him with the counter, which Garcia mentioned afterwards and seemed concerned about. And Garcia connected with some shots on the ropes, but Martins survived. It was better from Garcia. There were some lovely moments from Martins in the sixth, and he actually worked and exploded out of the ropes as well. So, you know, when he was caught on the ropes and you thought, oh, here, here goes Garcia, he'll go to work now. Martins just fought out of those, answered back. Garcia taking a step back. The crowd were really quiet by the seventh. So, you know, they suggested in the commentary um, team, and I, I, I you know, I, I have, I, I think this has some veracity, to think that the, the judges won't be as hyped up for Garcia. Because they expected him to win, of course. In the eighth, 
very sportingly, Martins accepts that as he hits a combo, their feet got tangled, but Garcia was wobbled. He didn't just get tangled in the feet. I think he was wobbled. But Martins, by that point, didn't need to say, I want to take that punch, that's a knockdown, or that's a wobble. He was able to say, it's all right, touch gloves, because I want to show that, that our feet were tangled up there. He knows he's winning this fight, surely by now. There's extraordinary action as it, as it goes on, really. There's some, there's some lovely work from Martins with shots through the middle, a nice hook. And, and on, on the last round, Garcia came out with his hands up as if, he'd, as if he'd won it. There was no concern here. He did say that he thought that he'd won that fight. He did say that he thought he controlled it better. There's no concern in that in that ring, and that's in that corner, and that's, I think, a real concern for the whole team. Even late on, as they traded, Martins was getting through. So Martins, I mean, sky's the limit now for him. He's done something marvelous. He's, it's it's a huge success for him. But what about Garcia? You know, he's older, he needs to get going now. Where can he go next? He said afterwards, I'd take another fight with him. Yeah, take another fight with him is dangerous because if you haven't got his movement sorted out, he'll do the same to you again. He'll be a bogey fighter for you and that won't work for you. Whether you, And if you beat him, it's where you should have beat him the first time. If you don't beat him, it's when he's a bogey fighter for you and you're not doing as well as we thought. But really, that's that has rattled his supposed strap a rocket to him. You know, he's had a career which hasn't really been smooth. And this is a latest wrinkle, but it's a bloody big one. This is not so much a wrinkle, this is a big sag. And he needs to get himself back up there. He needs to have some plans, and he needs to have them very soon. This is the fantastic thing about boxing though, isn't it? You never know what's going to happen. Well done, Sandor Martins. Came with the game plan, and there was nothing to better it. Ta-ta.